Hi, I'm Jordan Laurel, and welcome to my show where we make the human experience magical through mental health, mindset, and manifestation. My story is one of radical transformation and rebirth. From depressed, disempowered, and dependent to flourishing within an incredible life I've created, this podcast is me sharing my process of overcoming and creating a magical human experience to help support you as you do the same. Tune in every Monday to feel empowered through stories, wisdom, and lots of super practical tips. Because I am proof, you can change your entire life and manifest a life beyond your wildest dreams. Welcome to the Magical Human Experience Podcast. Welcome back to the podcast, friends, and welcome to a solo episode. It has been a minute since I've done one. I mean, not that long, but I've been doing them a lot less frequently because I've had so many exciting guests that I've been really excited about having on the podcast. Really great conversations. I love, I love good conversation. It's one of my favorite things. I just find it so enjoyable and inspiring, fulfilling. Uh, I love hearing other people's experiences, their takes on things, their stories, their wisdom. Honestly, like to throw in a little bit of advice here, like if you are trying to manifest something or you're struggling to get behind a newer, better belief that you really want to believe to help you in creating that reality for yourself, one of the best things you can do is find examples of people who have done that or achieve that thing that you want. So seek out other people and listen to their stories because stories are so, they impact our emotions. And I think it's Joe Dispenza who talks about this, but yeah, I'm pretty sure it's him. But the more emotionally charged an event is, the more deeply ingrained it will be in your subconscious, the more it actually impacts you and your belief system and your worldview. So storytelling is actually more powerful, I would say, than just like listing off affirmations. Like affirmations are great, but the more we can work with our subconscious and impacting our subconscious, the quicker we're going to rewire our brain and get behind the better beliefs and manifest the thing. And so stories are just a great way to do that, to find other people and hear their stories on how they've achieved the thing. Because uh, you get emotionally drawn in, right? You get invested, you get excited, and it impacts you and it helps you actually believe that what you want is possible. And believing it's possible is the first step to believing it's possible for you and it will happen for you. So little <laughs> introduction, throwing in some some of the insight I was going to share today already in the beginning. But It has been really, really powerful having some of these amazing guests on the podcast. I'm so grateful for their time and uh, just sharing so I can share with you guys. You know that my mission here and my passion is to really empower, educate, and encourage you guys through what I'm sharing on this podcast because, I mean, even going back to the story thing, I share my stories for that reason, to help you guys believe that better is possible. Uh, And the more we flood our minds with possibility and encouragement towards what we want, the more we are going to manifest that. And our subconscious belief, like, or I should say our our, like subliminal, like status quo vibration state of being, it actually gradually gets raised over time. I've been doing this work really intentionally and intensely for about three and a half years now. And my default vibration, my default state of being 
especially I've seen it much, a lot of, a lot more, I guess, results manifesting in me and the physical reality over this last year here from the work I've been doing for three and a half years. Like I'm just so much happier. I have so much less anxiety. I'm so much more relaxed and in flow and high vibe and excited. Uh, And it just, it feels so good. That's literally why this is called the magical human experience. And it's funny how naming it that I was almost like, is my, is like my life magical enough to call it this? And it's almost as if like what we, well, it's not almost as if it is as if, and it is that what we speak actually comes true, like intention. And well, I'm already getting to what I was going to share today, but intentions are powerful. What we speak becomes reality. So yeah. All of this stuff, all of this stuff is so, 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 so important. And it's it's just really been neat for me to see how like my life has continued to become more and more magical, crazy, cool stories that just are wild, that don't seem to happen to everyday people, but have been happening more and more to me because I choose to be open to this stuff. I choose to believe it's possible. I surround myself with people that also believe it's possible and encourage me to believe it's possible. I find examples. I seek out coaches and mentors and teachers and podcasters and influencers and even normal people that I know in my life. Like I intentionally seek out being around people that inspire me, that help me believe what I want is possible. And it makes such a big difference, huge difference. Um, So yeah, I am grateful that I've been able to bring some of these people that have inspired me onto the podcast and you know I hope that with the solo episodes and like on that note please 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 if there's anything you guys want me to talk about or touch on ever please reach out to me I don't think you guys understand how it makes my day when you reach out to me and talk to me about a podcast episode that maybe I don't know resonated with you or touched you or encouraged you or helped you or inspired you or taught you something um, anything. Oh my God. It makes my day. Like this podcast has been such a passion project and it really, I really pour my heart into this and my content on Instagram and what I share, like it, it means the world to me to know that it like is helping you guys and helping other people. So that's really all I hope is that this, you know, helps others. And, uh, even if it's just by putting a smile on their face and making them feel a little better or have a little less anxiety or manifest a cup of coffee, even if it's little things. But I also, of course, hope that it helps you guys with huge things like healing and stepping into the person that you want to be, building trust with yourself, creating a magical human experience with lots of cool, awesome, insane manifestation stories. I hope all of that for you guys. But anyway, today's episode is a solo one. And (laughs) I had a funny conversation with a friend where I was chatting with her and I was just like, so to I guess fill you guys in on my life here, I haven't even shared all of this on um, Instagram. So if you want to keep up on my what's really happening in my life, I tend to just spill it all here on the podcast. So you know where to come, especially in the intros. It's where it all goes down. But I got back to the East Coast in, on September 2nd. Yeah. And I did Fashion Week and I was like, I could never live in New York again yada 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 and then I end up spending a lot of time in New York over the next three or four weeks and I'm like I really miss New York I adore New York uh I want to move back now keep in mind it was like perfect weather when I was having those feelings come up and we had nice long days still (laughs) the subway wasn't either freezing or like boiling it was really great experience well most of the time I mean there was some rain but overall it was like great weather in New York which you know New York is just oh my goodness, like nothing beats New York when the weather is perfect. I will stand by that. It it is the best city on the planet, maybe 
with Paris around there somewhere when the weather's perfect. Like there's no question about it. Yeah. So I kind of got in my head that I was actually going to move back to New York instead of LA. And I was kind of thinking that way up until I guess for all of October into November. And then the weather starts dropping and it starts getting gray and starts raining a lot and all of that. And I start like mulling it over and I'm like, oh, I really miss and uh, and the New York lifestyle. I love New York. But most of what we do for, you know, connecting with other people or for fun, it is like eating and drinking. And I love food. I love a good glass of wine. I love a good cocktail. I enjoy it all. But I missed the wellness aspect and focus of LA. I missed my walking on the beach every morning and being able to go on hikes, you know, and doing the walks and hikes as my hangout with my girlfriends. Um, I miss that people want to go to yoga or Pilates with you. They want to go get a smoothie or a green juice. Like it's just so much more focused on actually doing other things than just like eating and let's be honest, drinking. Like I end up drinking so much when I'm in New York and I just it's not that I can't not do that but it's just always there and it's like attached to every activity and I just really you know if that's what works for you that's what works for you I just feel my best when like I think I had a couple glasses of wine one day this week and like I just feel my best when it's at a minimum um I might actually take myself out for a date tonight by myself which more on that in this episode um and get a glass of champagne tonight but like keeping it to like one to two days a week that's what feels good to me and it's just so hard to do with just the New York culture and so I loved that about LA I loved it everybody it's I wasn't like going against the grain to have a healthier more wellness focused lifestyle I was actually it was the norm there um And so I was just like in my head mulling this over and I start talking to my friend Lily who I've had on the podcast Um, and we're chatting and she's like, girl, what's your pro and con list? And I was like, oh, I I guess I I should make one. Like me, manifestation queen, duh, I should have made one and I didn't. She's like, yeah, like get this on paper. And I was like, you're right. I need to get this on paper. So and I cannot recommend this enough. I'm doing this more and more now. It's actually something that Jeff was doing when I first started dating him this was now what three and a half years ago um and I was so inspired and it helped me so much at the time and I don't know why I forgot but I just kind of fell out of the habit of doing it and I love that she reminded me to do that because it's such a great way to help you get clarity and you guys know and this is gonna this is like one of my points because this whole story I'm, I'm getting to the topic of the episode here with this story in a second and this is the first thing that is like my point in this episode um you got to know what you want (laughs) you got it's so important to be clear on what you want and the story is going to literally put like a magnifying glass slash like I don't know spotlight on that we're talking I make my pro and con list and the biggest thing for me for New York was community I have a lot of friends here who I have been so excited to deepen the relationship with. And I, I realized that in October, I was like, I have so many people on the East Coast in Philly and New York that I want to deepen my relationship with. And that has been the number one thing for me is community. But then 
also my family is here. Um, and I really wanted to, there's some stuff that my parents and I, and I've shared this on, on, um, I shared this in the, uh, intro to the last week's episode, you know, my journey with my family and how we were on really bad terms and we've really gotten to a pretty good place now. There's just some stuff though that hasn't clicked great that I, I knew I wanted to work through with them and we're actually in therapy working through that stuff. And I'm so grateful. Like that was something that was important to me. But otherwise, like there wasn't a lot of stuff and I was struggling to write my prose list. And then when I re- then when I went to write my pro list for LA, like it just flowed out of me. And I do have community there and I do have people I love there that I'm excited to spend time with. And it was just interesting the way the it looked so like scribbly and jagged, like the way I wrote the stuff for New York, probably because I was like thinking it over so long. And then it just was all smooth and neat for the LA side. It was just interesting. And I was like, oh my God, I need to move back to LA. And I obviously got some wisdom and advice from Lily because she was bi-coastal for the longest time. She was New York based for a while and then bi-coastal. And she just let go of her apartment and her community in LA. And so she really had a lot of very, um, I guess you could say, relevant thoughts and feelings and advice to give me because she kind of was in the same situation. But she's not anymore. She made her decision. So she was able to share just her thoughts and experiences, which were helpful. And I was like, I, I really think I want to be back in LA. I literally get clear on that. I'm like, I'm moving back to LA. And I'm like, okay, I think February timeline, because I have stuff I'm filming in January. So maybe February will be the perfect time to move back. Uh, okay, we're going to do this. And I kid you not, literally that evening, A friend's sister who I follow on Instagram posted her apartment was available. And I was like, wait. And it's it's like my aesthetic. I want something renovated that's like minimal. And, you know, you guys know me, my aesthetic. Uh, It fit my aesthetic. And I was like, no way. And I I was like, well, when are you looking for? Because this happened like several weeks ago in November. And she's like, uh, or no, I said to her, you know, would like February timeline work? And she was like, yeah, no problem. And she even then bartered and got the rent down from the landlord. It was actually less than my budget that I, a good bit less than I was thinking to pay for rent. I was like, no way. It was just wild the way the universe delivered that to me, like instantaneously. And I texted Lily and she's like, okay, universe, that was Amazon Prime level delivery and I was like she's like you're on that universe prime membership (laughs) and I was like oh my god this is wild but again not uncommon with me with manifestation when you really know how things work now I am not going to go with that apartment but it's because I got more and more clear on what I want and I asked more questions and realized oh actually I want something different and I haven't been looking since then. So I don't have an apartment set up in LA yet. But the moral of that story <laughs> is when you are clear, you're a clear channel and you start like just taking inspired action, things can happen so fast. And so I wanted to do a podcast episode and kind of just explain how do you get a prime membership with the universe? How do you get on that prime membership? And That was my first point, which I've kind of touched on already. You need to be clear on what you want. It's okay if you get clearer and clearer and clearer and things change. That is actually 
normal. And I would say more often than not, most people's experiences, like you don't, a lot of us just don't decide we want something and then that's it for the end of life. You know, like I decide I get, you know, this apartment and it's the only apartment I live in for the rest of my life. Like we are ever changing and ever evolving, but it is so powerful when you, like, I just got clear. I was like, this is what I want in an apartment and I want it in LA and boom, I literally had an LA apartment delivered that matched everything I was already clear on. And then once I met, once I got clear on more specifics and I was like, okay, thank you universe. This is great, but this actually is not going to be it. But I know now when I start looking again, like that'll be what I call in next. It'll be the apartment that has everything that one did and the other things on my list. And it's just wild to me how this plays out in so many areas of my life. I recently was selling some designer pieces that I haven't used or worn in a long, long, long time on Poshmark, which if you're in the market, let me know. I can let you know what I have. I had a Fendi bag on there and I got a bid for it. And I was like, I took it out to take more photos. And I was like, I don't, I I don't, I really don't want to sell this. And I counter offered then the woman's offer and she declined it. And I was like, I manifested this. I was annoyed because I wanted the money. And I was like, this isn't the bag I wanted to get the money from. Like our, our desires are really powerful. And so I just challenge you when you want to manifest something, get really clear on what you want. But also if you're manifesting things that you don't want or you're manifesting things that you're saying you don't want, but you actually want or you're not manifesting things you say you want, but maybe you don't want to just kind of like do some digging because we create duality when we say we want something. I was saying I wanted to sell that Fendi bag. I had it on Poshmark and I really didn't want to sell it. And I just have found like I have blocked myself and created chaos for myself from not being honest about what I wanted before our intentions are so 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 powerful I cannot say that enough times that intention that I didn't want to sell the Fendi bag was going to override what I was saying I wanted to myself or trying to trick myself into believing I wanted I have seen this happen with men that deep down I was kind of like I really like him I think he's great I want this to work but deep down I really didn't want him deep down I knew that he wasn't really Uh, everything that I wanted and then I would get upset that it would fall apart but I would be like I want it I didn't want it I didn't honestly want it if I was really deep down honest with myself there were things that weren't 100% there and you can't lie to the universe vibration and frequency are vibration and frequency and they will do their thing and you cannot trick the universe when it comes to frequency and intention those two things combined are incredibly powerful so And so I just, yeah, challenge you guys to get really, really honest with yourself about what you want and what you don't want. Oftentimes we don't admit what we want or what we don't want because we're ashamed um, or because we don't believe it's possible. And I really had to like do some work unblocking myself because it's like, okay, yes. I mean, I, I am totally a fan of men spoiling women. I am totally open to being spoiled. Um, but I also want to spoil myself. Like I want to take myself on the trips. Um, I've bought all my designer bags for myself um, and I want an Hermes bag. And well, yes, men, if you would like to buy me a Birkin, go for it. Like I want to buy myself a Birkin. And I was kind of like not 
creating some of the stuff that I wanted for myself because I just I didn't believe it's possible. And so then my desire was going more behind a man doing it for me. And there's nothing wrong with that at all if that's what you want. But if I was honest with myself, when I was honest, really, really honest, I was like, you know, I actually want to be able to do this for myself. I don't want to need a man to do it. I want a man to do it because it's great and nice and wonderful and romantic when the time is right. But like, I want to be able to do it for myself and not need a man to do it because I can't do it for myself. And so getting my energy behind wanting to be able to afford those things for myself has actually resulted in a shift in my being able to attract abundance. I also have a lot more to say on attracting money and abundance because, oh my goodness, what you settle for in love and what you settle for with money, like they are so interconnected. And I've been realizing that I have not been living out or was not living out. I have been lately, actually, and I'm really proud of myself. But I was not living out what I say I I said that I believed about myself and what I was worthy of. I was settling for way less. Like what I was actually doing who I was embodying was not the person I was saying I was or and it wasn't lined up with the beliefs I said I had surrounding my worth. So I will expand on that more in another episode, I'm sure. And I'm actually excited. I have two girlfriends coming on the podcast to talk about dating next week. Lots of stuff that we've learned from our experiences dating, but so much to say on that. So little, you know, side tip here. If you are having trouble manifesting money, just take a peek at what you what what vibration would characterize your relationships with men um mine was very much scarcity accepting less than the bare minimum accepting breadcrumbs overgiving um that is not a vibration of abundance and I will just leave that at that but take a look <laughs> they're really connected okay so Back to the little outline here that I was kind of going off of for the flow of this episode. I, first of all, being on the prime delivery, prime membership here with the universe, you need to be really clear on what you're calling in. And you need to set that intention that you are calling it in and it is yours. You need to be committed to what you want to the degree that you are not willing to settle for less or other things. So commitment to what you want, which involves clarity, setting the intention that it's yours. But, and here's the little tricky part that I think a lot of people miss. And it is so hard. I I work on this still in certain areas because, you know, we're always being tested at different levels with our trust. Because like it's probably easy to, if you've been doing this work for a little while, to trust that if you're used to getting... I don't know, three clients a month, like you're probably like, okay, three clients, got it. Four clients, you know, maybe that's not too hard either. But like, if you want to go to 10 clients, new level. Um, You know, anytime we try to up level or upgrade, like be kind to yourself. Like it's just a new level and a new intensity of trust that you have to have. And it's hard sometimes. Give yourself grace and kind of building that muscle it's literally such a good analogy building muscles at a gym your faith and trust muscles that's kind of what a lot of what we go through in life is to help build those so we can manifest better but 
this is what gets tricky for people is being incredibly committed to what they're calling in while being detached. I know. I know. You're probably ready to strangle me and be like, what do you mean? How do I want what I want and be committed to it and then not be attached to it? Uh, you just do. Uh, and it takes a lot of releasing work. And But here's here's the thing. You don't just do. This is, this is how I do it that works for me. And it still gets hard. And, you know, I'm sure this will come up more in next week's episode on dating. But it's hard when you get emotionally attached to somebody. I get it. Give yourself grace. But... I stay committed to the end thing that like the essence of the thing, the end thing, the so like my man that I'm calling in, my life partner, I am so clear on him. I'm clear how I feel with him above all else, like how the relationship feels, how he feels, how I feel with him. I am so committed to that. And because I'm committed to that, end thing it helps me actually be less attached to the specific like iterations that come in in life like so any guy I date it helps me be less attached because I'm like okay well if he's not it then you know the next one will or the one after that like and it'll be a better aligned person that's more of what I want or you know even things that I didn't even think of like the universe always gives us what we want or better so I found that Making sure I'm staying committed to my vision, it helps me not get so attached to the specific things that are coming into my life that I am considering to be that thing. It helps with letting go. So like your dream apartment, be really committed to the list. And then when you go on tours and showings and you apply to things, you won't be so committed to the specific ones or attached to the specific ones because you know you're going to get that one that is your dream apartment. And if this one doesn't come through, it means it wasn't it. The one that's meant for you is still coming through. And I get that, you know, it can be hard or it can be confusing. But trust that if you do think something is what you wanted and your list and you it, it got taken away, trust that it was a lesson to teach you more of what you want or to make you a match for what you want. And so what do I mean by those things? So The first one, again, just like I said with this apartment in LA, you know, it came in and then I watched the video. Oh, there wasn't a bathtub. I really want a bathtub. There wasn't a lot of natural light. It didn't have a great view. Uh, It was on a low floor. Like there was a lot of things. And and some of them are not like non-negotiables for me. I'm willing to be a little bit flexible on some of these things. But there were some non-negotiables that I was like, ooh, hmm. I don't want this. I don't want that. It helped me get clear on and remind me, oh, I need to have these other things on my list. So sometimes, you know, we will magnetize what we think we want and they'll be there to help us get more clear on what we actually need and want. And then sometimes we aren't actually a match yet. And I found this with with men. This happens a lot. Every single guy that has come into my life has been a teacher and yes I have gotten hurt and upset when some of them have exited especially when they've exited in not kind or healthy ways Um, and we will talk about handling that um, next week but I do have some thoughts on that actually that I'm going to share with you because this was another just like download from the universe that has been so helpful lately but I am now able to really look back in a healed way without like pain 
at these men and be like, thank you. <laughs> I'm sounding like Ariana Grande now. Thank you. <laughs> I forget the the men she mentions, but you know, I can kind of say thank you now and be like, wow, like I was not actually embodying this character trait that I want the man I'm calling in to have. And this situation with this guy kind of brought that to light and helped me grow and change in that area a bit. Now I'm actually embodying this thing. So I'm more of a match for the man that I want to call in because ladies, let's not forget, it can be so easy to like hate on men and be like, well, he is not this and he is not this and I want this and I want that. And like, well, well, are, are you that? Like you need to be a match for what you want to call in. And I say that with the utmost love and kindness. I say this to myself and I treat myself kindly. Like I've gotten to a point where I can be, give myself a little tough love, but I am so good to myself most of the time. Most of the time. I'm still hard on myself sometimes and working on that every day. But it's just, I'm like, oh yeah, you know, I, it's because I come with love for the most part now to myself with my growth and my healing uh, and my just areas I'm stepping up in that I'm able to be like, okay, yeah, I'm not actually a match for this. I need to work on this. If this is what I want in a relationship, like I need to be embodying this as well. And not that we ever need to be perfect. I, I hate when people say, oh, you need to go heal by yourself before you're ready for a relationship. And I, you know, I'm a million percent, obviously, <laughs> like this is literally what I do. I am all about the work, all about the work. I, I do it. I preach it, I teach it, I coach it. I literally could not recommend it more. But I also, I love the holistic psychologist. If you don't follow her on Instagram, um, she also has some books out that I haven't read yet that I want to, but she has a, a post where she talks about this and she's like, most trauma, it happens in relationship. And so it makes sense that also healing happens in relationship. Like we don't do all of it on our own. We can't do all of it on our own. You cannot heal all of your wounding by yourself. Like I've realized this. You just don't, you don't see your wounding because there's no one reflecting it back to you when you're just you. So yeah, I just, it's been, it's been a, it's been encouraging because I, I think I put so much pressure on myself to heal, to be emotionally available, to be all these things and to embody what I want that I was almost being a little too perfectionist with myself and I had to like chill and be like hey you are worthy as you are and you don't need to be perfect or perfectly healed to be attracting a great man um so you know take it with a grain of salt you can also grow with somebody grow together um you don't have to be this finished product of yourself to be ready to attract the man you want um but just you know understand that maybe he's not the finished product either so yeah I don't know just kind of wanted to touch on that for a bit because I think we can get a little bit unrealistic sometimes with ourselves or others or both um but yeah you need to be clear on what you want. You need to be a match for what you want. You need to be attached to the essence and the idea of what you want and not the specific things coming into your life until you actually have the download that they are it. And even then, you know, I think this kind of goes into codependency a little bit. You know, these things are all supposed to be cherries on top. And this is kind of leading me into the next point that I wanted to to touch on. Um just like being really good with yourself. And that is a lot of the work that I've done with myself is learning how to really love myself and really support myself and create my own happiness. Like these things that we're calling in, like, yes, obviously we need money to live. Obviously we need community. Like we, they are needs to a degree, but I just in the past found myself like 
with a death grip on some of these things even like especially when they were like I don't know early on in my relationship with Jeff I definitely was like I got would get so triggered at the thought of him leaving and obviously I had abandonment woundings that were valid and from real situations that I needed to work through so there was a reason why that was but I just found the more I did my own work to create happiness and safety within myself the more everything I've attracted it's come so much more seamlessly and smoothly and quickly and easily because I don't need it like I am in a relaxed detached energy for the most part with the things I'm calling in and that just like makes the whole process so much smoother but um, it also allows me to fully enjoy them it allows them to be in a healthy place in my life Uh, but it also I have just found it helps a lot with rejection so it sucks when you're not what they want and for me I used to take rejection and criticism so, 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 so personally. Uh, It used to be like, I I don't even know, like a death sentence. Like I was just so traumatized because I was so wounded. I really was like never enough growing up. Um, I was always being compared to other people. Like there was just a lot of very damaging things that happened that just had, I had such a low view of myself and I didn't love myself that when other people didn't love me or want me or choose me or accept me like I the pain was so intense and so deep and like almost unbearable um and I was so scared of those things happening I would like not be who I was in order to keep people or attract people um you know just a whole slew of unhealthy things that just comes with you know the wounding that happens to us and I just It's been so cool to see how it has gotten so much quicker and easier for me to let go of people and not be attached because I've created a secure attachment with myself. Uh, I have really learned how to have my own back, create my own joy and fun, emotionally be there for myself. I'm emotionally available with myself and that has created emotional resilience. To tie that into manifestation actually, I just was I just thought about this today. This was kind of a newer revelation, but I want to be able to experience these even more insanely amazing joyful experiences. I need to have emotional resilience and capacity to handle more amazing emotions. That comes from emotional availability work with yourself. You know, it's hard to experience the highs if you, you know, they, you just don't have the emotional capacity for it. And you might think, oh, I have, like, it's easy to handle the emotional highs. You'd be surprised. You'd be surprised um, how my nervous system has sometimes gotten triggered um, and wanted to numb from really amazing experiences. Because there's fears that come up with those as well. Like, what if it all you know, goes downhill from here? Or what if the other shoe drops? Or what if something bad is actually happening? Like there's a lot of stuff that comes up with really great emotions as well as really difficult emotions. So just being able to sit with all of your emotions, the good and the bad, is really powerful and really important. And I just have found doing those things for myself, creating that secure relationship and attachment with myself is, it's so much easier, especially because it's involved really loving myself like I've really come to love who I am and accept who I am and really just it helps so much with trusting that those who leave that's okay like I 
am at a place where I'm like, I actually only want the people that are aligned, that are right for me. And so I am able to so much more gracefully let go of the ones that aren't that because I'm able to handle it. I like myself. I love myself. I know it doesn't mean anything about me. I'm proud of who I am now. So that really helps with it not meaning anything about me when somebody leaves. Um, I am able to see areas that I need to grow without shame and hatred and self-sabotage. And I'm able to, you know, acknowledge without letting it eat away at my self-esteem. Okay, I got some work to do in this area. Like, let's work on this because I'm excited for, you know, that the person I'll become and what I'll call in as that person who's done that work. Uh, So it just, you know, working on your relationship with yourself makes such a huge difference in being able to... Well, I mean, it even even with the first thing I mentioned, with knowing what you want, the more you know yourself, the more you're going to be able to be honest with yourself about what you want and call in then what you want from there. And you'll be able to be detached and you'll be able to let go of things, let things come and go. It just, it really helps with so much. Um, so that's kind of the wisdom and advice I have for you guys today. Uh, I hope it's helpful. If you, I mean, this is stuff I work on with my clients, my one-on-one clients in my mentorship program. It's a four-month container where we meet bi-weekly and I work on you with all this stuff. We kind of assess where you need the most support. Is it in detachment? Is it in self-love? Is it in emotional availability and resilience? And I work with you to just support you um, and support you in applying these things to real life because it can it can be easy to like learn stuff and then not know exactly how to apply it to a real life situation. So I'm there for you for that. You have Monday to Friday access to me to ask questions, run things by me in Voxer. It's... Uh, A really powerful container I have ended up supporting women in, and I think I gave this example on Instagram recently. I had a former client who she was so excited to call in her dream man, but she was really having trouble breaking up with the guy currently in her life who was really not showing up for her, not treating her great, was really not checking a lot of the boxes, but it was so hard to let go. You know, there was that fear, will I still call in the right person, Um, you know, even having the conversation, uh, then not wanting to go back to him after she ended things. Like it's doing the things we need to do to call in what we want is not easy, especially emotionally. Uh, and so that's what I'm here for is to support you guys through really mastering these principles, being able to do the, to do them on your own. Cause I am not, I don't believe in codependent coaching where it's like, I am training you to be reliant on me the rest of your life. I really want you guys to, to be self-sufficient, to get this stuff, to do it on your own. Um, but you know, we all need support from time to time. And, you know, even going back to what I was saying in the beginning of the episode, people who have walked through things that we have walked through that can share their stories with us and really encourage us, empower us, help us believe. And yeah, that's what I'm here for. If that is something that you are looking for or sounds like it could really support you. I have my email in the show notes. I also have a link for booking a discovery call. Would love to chat and see if it's aligned for us to work together. If you have any questions, anything, you guys know where to find me. I'm on Instagram and let me know. Let me know if you're applying some of this stuff, how it goes. I would love to hear if you manifest anything from applying either detachment or clarity or self-love helping you just kind of let go of things quicker. Let me know. I would love to hear.